forever. Dog. We did we skip a year? Yeah, we didn't do this last year. We did not do this last year. And last year it was the coda. <laughs> yeah, last year was also the year without Golden Globes. Yeah. Oh, last year was the last year was the smack, and there were no Golden Globes. There were no Golden Globes, and last year yeah, was the Golden smack. Globes went down for one year. I actually haven't heard anybody refer to it as a smack, though. I've always heard I've heard people call it a slap. Gerard, you are the first person I've heard say smack. Because doesn't even Chris Rock say Will Smith slapped the shit out of me? He doesn't yeah, say smack. Yeah, he did. The he shit. did. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, he smacked him like a slap. I'm like, I mean, honestly, who fucking knows? No, no, I, I, I mean, respect. I just, just, I just wanted, to, I just needed to acknowledge that that is my first time someone's saying. <laughs> Last year was that weird hosting year where it was Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes, and Regina Hall, and I was like, these people don't even like run in the same circles. It was strange. Like, yeah, that was bizarre. I was like, what? <laughs> Who's it this year? Good question, Bray. I thought I uh, just to, they haven't announced it. There's no host yet. There's no host yet. Okay. I hope they come back. Just bring them back. Wait. Just let Regina do it. Just let Regina do it. This isn't normal for them to have not announced it by now. Oh, sorry. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel, my fault. Oh, Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. I was, I liked Amy Schumer. I liked Amy Schumer and I liked, and I liked Regina. I was mad that Wanda's big bit was the like going to the museum and like, uh, so it was like essentially a sketch that like didn't quite have like just every now and again she'd say a joke and then it'd be like, but also look at this important artifact and I was like, what is <laughs> what is this? I just never that made me mad. I wanted her to do yeah, stand up, which makes sense, you know. I just never understand the Oscars because they've added. Excuse me, in the last three or four years they've added. Sorry, in the last ten years they've added four new categories, but they haven't added the best comedy but yet they still need comedians to show up and make their show relevant. And I'm like, if you can just add, if we're just adding new categories, why just, I'm just so confused on why the not doing is, like best comedy. Here's my question though. If they did add a best comedy, do you actually think comedies would get nominated or is it just be another way to sneak in other dramatic movies that have a tinge It would of be The Martian yet? winning the Golden Globe all over again or whatever. <laughs> I remember when what was Ridley Scott accepted the award and he just goes, comedy? And shrugs. <laughs> like, that's the first thing he said. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, wow. My goodness. This really, this does not make me want to talk about the Academy Awards 2023, but... I what you mean, right? You don't here. want to talk about the Academy Awards has been around for 95 years and for the first time has had more than one Asian actress nominated out of 95 years. For the first time. You want to well, talk that about is that? great. Is that what you mean? You don't want to talk about I that mean, part? I that is great. Oh, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's, it's, it's insane to me. Like, I went to the, the Academy Museum last week. No, two days ago. What am I talking about? And it is so sad seeing the amount of people of color nominated over 95 years. <laughs> I don't know. Just for like, for some of those years though, the country 
like just admittedly didn't care about people of color. So that's so it's like it's sort of like <laughs> the country was just like, nah, fuck them. <laughs> See, I get that. I get like, that. But if you're gonna have like the Hollywood's supposed to be like the 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 people who like support, like in theory, we go to the Oscars, like this is when the people give a speech about something, then I'm like, if you've been taken from was it the 70s when Marlon Brando won, and he had that young woman who was a far who's indigenous go up and accept his award. I'm like, nothing's really changed since then because I haven't seen too many indigenous actors in any type of leading role in a movie. No. I mean, you know, uh, to be fair, the Academy can't be everything, everywhere, all at once. (laughs) What what are you doing? (laughs) What was that? Is he going to do all 10 are there 10 nominated this year? I hope he does all 10. <laughs> we you know we can't saying? get out of the cold open until Bray does James all. James just picked him into doing 10 <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's like, it's pretty hard to choose which film is going to be Top Gun Maverick. No. And <laughs> inevitably, <laughs> people will tar and feather you, you know? Yeah, that's true. Uh. You know, and it would be nice if they had like an incredible host, like I don't know, bringing someone back from the dead, like Elvis. That would be okay. cool. <laughs> but ultimately, back from the dead, or like, or like hologram, hologram, or something. hologram. Be, yeah, 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 hologram. Yeah, some sort of avatar, the way of water. <laughs> you know, it would be nice also if we could write for, you know. Oh. I feel like hmm. we would be good writers. I mean, we're not the Fablemans. <laughs> right, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're you know. right. No, we're certainly not the Fablemans. No, but <laughs> that's, we're, that's true. You know, that, that <laughs> said, that said, they do, I personally think they need more women talking. <laughs> Honestly, he's right. they don't James, have enough, right? When he's right? right. Am I am I yeah. am I wrong? No, absolutely. They, you are not you are not wrong. You are not they, wrong. No, they no. Definitely do not have enough. I mean, they have all these freaking dudes who might as well be mm-hmm. banshees of <laughs> Sheeran. <laughs> I never know how to pronounce that stupid name. <laughs> it's just like all these guys are like, ah, shut up, you freaking the banshees of Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man that's crazy uh, yeah that's that crazy. is really wild oh, it is like that all the yeah. men all the men it is like that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah this is like a triangle of sadness exactly exactly Gerard. it is like a triangle of sadness it is what it, it is like that <laughs> yeah it is like that I when mean, you really, really think is. about it that's where we're all in the yeah. three of us definitely in a triangle of sadness right now yeah yeah yeah, yeah. good job Bray. that was great He's not done yet. Oh, oh wait, is, that, is it one more? Is it another one? What? No, no, another... no. James is James is done. It's now all quiet on the Western Front. Wow, wow, that was beautiful. Uh, that was really you know, lovely. Thank you for doing that. Every time you got to go through a bunch of bad ones, and then and then Brea come with a good one every now and then. You know what I mean? It'd be a good one every now and then. Wow, I really appreciated that. that was Listen, great. would you rate that one? 10 out of 10. 10 out, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Look 10 at that. 10 out of 10. <laughs> well, you did it. Well, you did it. Jeez. Just like the, just like the Oscars this year. Nominate using the full 10. 
nominating the full <laughs> 10 and somehow still not getting in the woman king. Let's start the show. <laughs> Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Gerard Milligan. What more can I say? You know what it is? Men can jump. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Keep my wife's name out Don't your do fucking mouth. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's a line from the Oscars. Is that, that works, right? That's not from a movie. Yeah, yeah. From the, it's from the oh, Oscars. Yeah. This is our no, you're Oscars right. That is from the Oscars. Yeah. That's a that's one of the most no, nah, that's one of the most famous lines from the Oscars. <laughs> no, no. Oh man, goodness, what a that happened. That was real. Yeah, that really did happen. I was at a bar and someone was. Do you feel it. like the nominations this year? Do you feel like it's like? Do you think black people are being punished because of because of Will last year? Is that what's happening? Yo, <laughs> damn! You know what it is? <laughs> damn! Oh, sorry. You gotta, we, do we will, you gotta do it in the Will voice. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> Start off hot. You know what it is? I just feel like you can't. I feel like Hollywood has a hard time awarding more than one. Like yeah. this is probably the first year we've had as many like Asian nominees. Which is great. This is the first year. But also, right. it's like, hey, the, yeah, it is. It is the first year. Sorry, you're right. But to me, it's like, this was a year where you could have had, like, especially when it came to, like, actresses, this was, like, a year when you could have had, like, it stacked with, like, you know, oh, yeah. you could have had, you could have Michelle, you could have Viola, you could have had Doc Waller, you could have had, like, Stephanie. Like, you could, we, we, we've earned it, but Oscars yeah. were like, nah, 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 nah. Our white women still got to be in here for average-ass roles. In average ass movies. Damn. Yeah. Bruh. I mean, even Naomi Aki could have been nominated, you know? She could have. Yes. Like they like if they gonna if they're gonna nominate Anna the Armist, who I love in a lot of things for blonde. <laughs> for blonde? Yeah. Did anyone finish blonde? We watched it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't start it. I came. I came in in the middle of. It. They were already watching. They were already watching. Yeah, cat. Cat watched it, and so I came in in the middle of it and watched the rest. One of, of it. the only ones I haven't seen. And she had an accent playing. As always, have only seen understand. like four of these movies. <laughs> like, this is every time we do. I. I even tried to prep a month ago when we said we were going to do this. I said, okay, I'll try to watch. <laughs> so, and, and, and I have you, only seen like four. But okay, well. First of all, I just need people to know this is typically a film review podcast, and we review the films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. We're kind of focusing on that latter part, the diversity in Hollywood part. You know, the OGs will know this, the OG listeners. The first year that we ever started this podcast, we had Oscar So White. And then the next year was Oscar So White 2, you know, the sequel, which yeah. was great. <laughs> Had they stopped being so white? What was the hashtag for that? Oscar still so white? I think it was Oscar <laughs> still white. Oscar, Oscar still, still white. Okay, yeah. You know, so we typically every now and then we we like to we like to talk about what the Academy of Motion Pictures is deciding to spotlight 
via award nominations of the films, you know, that happened the previous year. I think it, it, even though it is not the be all and end all, and we very much talked about that, it does still kind of show at least a segment, a good, a, a, a good segment of Hollywood, like what they find worth, I don't know, speaking highly of. Mm. And typically, it is not films that are very diverse. Now, obviously this year, we have Everything Everywhere All at Once, which, hey, which is... Fantastic. You know, a, a cre- incredible film. I mean, my personal, I don't know. Yeah, my, my, I feel like that's the movie I would vote Best Picture, especially out of these 10. The other, the other movie would be The Woman King, and that's not, not nominated, which we'll talk about. Oh, and the voice that you're listening to now that honestly should host the Oscars... That's what the voice sounds like. It's like you're listening to the voice and you're like, that voice should host the Oscars. That voice is Jonathan Braylock. That's nice. This voice, the voice that sounds like he's winning two or three Oscars, is that a Drow Milligan? <laughs> and this voice, <laughs> who clearly it will never be in the will never be Here in the go. building. Don't do this. Don't do we'll this. Will never be in the building. Don't do this. And that voice is James the Third. I don't like that. I don't like I don't like that setup. <laughs> I don't like that setup at all. I don't it's like true. it at all. Nope. Nope. It's true. Even if they invite me, I'm not going. And I'll and I and that's how I always talk about these <laughs> episodes. And I'm gonna continue gonna continue oh to do it tonight. So how should we do this? I should have listened to our older episodes because I kind of forgot how we used to do this. <laughs> we, but, I think we used to like yeah. go through the the nominations, and I can't remember if we started with best picture or if we started with actor. But but like the list I'm looking at right now starts with best picture. You want to do it like the Oscars? Ooh, okay. What's the order that they do supporting? We start with supporting Cause, actors because the way the Oscar does is yeah, supporting actors. How we would do it be supporting actors, actors, and best pitch. Best pitch. Let me look up best supporting. Ain't no black women in it. So they do. So we shall say that Brian Tyree Henry is nominated for best actor in a supporting role in the film Causeway, which I don't believe any of us have seen. No, I think it's on Apple. No, I haven't seen it. It's on Apple. I wanted to get it. Jennifer Lawrence is in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you know what, though? Brian Tyree has been crushing it, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. I know. I'm very happy for him. I love him. He's so good. He's so good. Because who else is in this? Oh, it's him. How do you pronounce the dad's name from Anything Everywhere All at Once? Everything Everywhere All at Once? Key. Yeah. Key. Key's also nominated as Best Supporting, and he's probably going to win. Yeah. Key. I mean, his story is just too great for them to not... You know, I mean, if he doesn't win, it'd be like, yeah. And he's also very good. You know, it'd be, <laughs> but you know, Bray, sometimes it doesn't matter. Cause remember is that, that year true. where we all thought Chadwick was going to win, but they ended up giving it to Anthony, Ho- Anthony Hopkins who didn't even show up. And we all were like, oh, we waited to the end that year. I don't even remember, yeah, but that wow. year they changed the crazy. order of the Oscars. Cause they thought like <laughs> Chadwick was yes. going to win. It's like, we're going to go this out on correct. this big note. And then Anthony won. And they were like, oh, Take us out the music. And he wasn't even he wasn't even there. He wasn't even there. It does go to show that it, whoever is in charge of the ceremony at the very least knew what should have happened. <laughs> they, knew, yeah. they knew what should have happened. It's not what happened, but they knew what should have happened. This is so interesting. This movie Causeway, it says 
A U.S. soldier suffers a traumatic brain injury while fighting in Afghanistan and struggles to adjust to life back home. And I can't... Is, is, is the U.S. soldier Jennifer Lawrence or is the U.S. soldier Brian Tyree Henry? Oh, it's Jennifer Lawrence. So it's Jennifer Lawrence going back. I watched the trailer. I just didn't have Apple. But yeah, in the trailer, it's like she goes back home. And... She must be annoyed that she didn't get nominated. I mean, Judd yeah, Hirsch is nominated for The Fablemans and... He the fable. He's first of all, I love Judd Hirsch. He's barely in this movie. <laughs> he's in like a scene, yeah, and it is actually forgettable. Like I'm not saying he's not good in it, but it's just like, oh no, I, yeah. I personally can not remember what the scene was. <laughs> <laughs> Has he ever won though? It's good. I don't know if he cares. I mean, that happens sometimes. That when when you're like a seasoned actor, sometimes they're just like, I mean, we gotta nominate them for. But it wasn't like Denzel. Remember when Denzel? Yeah. Wait, no. What do you mean? I don't know. Like what you to mean. me, it's like to me, like when Denzel got his Oscar nomination, people are like, oh, he should have got it like four times before. I don't know the. No, Oscar I mean, that, like, no, no. This is deeper than that. This is like, a, oh, we better uh, give, we better nominate him before he dies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he was nominated for Best Actor in Supporting Role in 1981 for Ordinary People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this is the, like, maybe this is his... Did he well, win? Well, he's not going to win. There's no, absolutely <laughs> yeah, no, no chance he's going to win they were this. Like, but they were like, we better try to get... You know, the people in charge of, like, campaigning or whatever were like, we better try. <laughs> you know, they were like... Okay, the other person who is... Uh, people love the Banshees of Inishirin. Did you watch it, Jarrah? I did. I did. I liked... You know what it is? I enjoyed In Bruges, so I was, like, excited to... I I thought it was overhyped. I, I thought it was overhyped, but I really do love Colin Farrell. In sure. It. Like, I'll give... I'll 100% give you Colin Farrell. I wanted to talk about Brendan Gleeson because he is the one who's not, he's also nominated for Best Supporting Actor. And oh, I'm like, best, oh, really? why? Again, Brendan Gleeson, great actor. What he does in this movie is barely anything. <laughs> it really is. It's barely Here's anything. My question. Uh, who's B Barry, Barry Cogan is also, or Keegan now, he, is also. That's the kid. He oh, also hey, was he nominated. Was, he was good. That makes sense. Yes, he was That good. makes sense to me. Here's he my question, a, though, he about... He had a really great scene. Okay, go ahead. Banshees of Inishirin, and I guess it'll come up later when we really talk about it, because I think it's a Best Picture nom as well. But, like, McDonough's... McDonough's movies... I mean, I, I never saw In Bruges, so that's the one that escapes well, what, me. I really what, like James, In Bruges. what are you going to say? Okay, go ahead. But, but like, three billboards over whatever the fuck. <laughs> like Ebbing, Missouri. Like, are I the movies I like good? Them. Like, are they... <laughs> Like, are the movies... Well, that movie's Should they actually be sure. plays? Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. This movie is too long. I think his <laughs> movies talk to, like, a certain sect of white people. Like, I, like I remember seeing two billboards, or three billboards, and I was like, oh, yeah, man, this is for, like, middle America. This is for... It was a movie... It, it, it was a Trumpian movie, and by that I mean, like, it was a movie for people who felt forgotten. You know what I mean? That's what that felt like. But then in Bruges felt like a weird corky. To me, the thing about Banshees was so interesting is that I feel like sometimes you just 
with the Academy, they just expect someone to do good work. And so they're like, oh, yeah, of course. Let's just nominate the thing that we're so used to. Because yeah, didn't yeah, they have absolutely. an influx of new members to help not have this happen, right? Uh, they yes. did. They did that. They did that as a response to Oscars. Still white. Still white. It was still white. It was still white. One of the one of the Oscars white. They were like, "Oh, you're right." The sequel. They were like, they finally were like, "Oh, you're you guys still care about this?" Yeah. <laughs> they, oh, they. Oh. Oh, we still messing because we didn't listen at all or try to do anything to. Okay, so got it. Got and it. then they did that, and then and it meant seemingly nothing because because the year after that they were like you know what parasites the only movie we can nominate <laughs> the only people of color we can nominate were involved in parasite which is a fantastic movie and i thought everyone involved did a stellar job you know we've already talked about it on the on the pod but they did that this year with everything everywhere all at once they were like you know what that's the one and i guess maybe also black panther because we'll because it's Black Panther, you know. But barely. <laughs> but Black barely. Panther was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. They gave it to their friends. They were like Angela Bassett and Ruth, who we've already <laughs> Ruth, who we've already given the Oscar to for Black Panther the first time. Yeah, but even Angela like rarely ever gets anything. Like she hadn't been nominated for an Oscar since the nineties. Yes, but but she's still. But Angela Bassett is still. You know, it's not like they were like. Oh, Let's give it Angela. to. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't know. You know, yeah, it's like they were like, well, we got to give it to Angela Bassett. <laughs> you know? Okay, I get that. 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 You know, it's the safe choice. I mean, granted, people were calling for this after watching the, the movie, but it's the safe choice. They're like, yeah, Angela Bassett. You know, it's not like they're, they're not putting any thought into it. They didn't go, they didn't go, that performance was great. Let's nominate Angela Bassett. They're going, ah, yes, Angela Bassett will nominate her. That makes sense. Yes, that makes sense. Oh boy! So, best supporting actress is well. We gotta talk about Key. What? We gotta talk about Key. We absolutely must. We didn't talk about everything everywhere all at once in in supporting. Oh, oh, right, right. So, so people have heard me talk about this, but I have never met Key. But I feel like I've heard about Key for years. And the thing is, it's so interesting to hear about a, a, a actor who stopped working for thirty plus years because of racism, gets a job because another famous Asian actor is like, no, nah, I don't want to do fighting shit no more. And because of that, like, it's just, the story of everything, everywhere, all at once is so fascinating to me. Like, the film getting made, I mean, we'll get to the film process, but just key. And like, even so much so that when you look at his outfit in the IRS scene, it he's dressed like Jackie Chan. You know what I mean? But the character is so nuanced that I'm like, oh, I'm so happy this guy got this part. Uh, he's definitely going to win. I can't wait to see him win. His speech is going to be so, like, happy and just, like, warm. And he's in, like, I think he got a Marvel show now or movie. Oh, the thing that I've been thinking about now more than I have before is that, like, once you go on these awards runs, you got to have three, four, five Different speeches? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's too many speeches. That's too that's many speeches. Speeches. I mean, but you know what, though? That's true, but still so fire. I mean, like, I don't know, man. It's something so cool about... It's something so cool about just... I'm, I'm just fascinated to see what happens to him now. Well, he was great in this... 
And I don't think I realized it while watching it that he he was who I he is the same actor as from Goonies and and uh, and Indiana Jones. What else? I I also didn't realize it, but he felt familiar. He felt familiar. Yeah, it was like I know him. (laughs) And then afterwards, it's like, oh yeah, like I like he's there's so many things that he still does that he used to do when he was a kid as an actor that you just sort of like, they have that energy. It's like when you go back and you see Natalie, early Natalie Portman and you're like, you're 12, but you're doing exactly (laughs) like you're the same actor, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. That's always really cool to see. So fascinating, man. I I am so excited for him to, he needs to win. (laughs) If he doesn't, I'll be serious. It'll be so upsetting. It will be, so upsetting. He's gonna win these. Any of these three white men win. He's gonna win. He's gonna win. And like he's gonna win the first award well, the, of the but night. What about the kid? The kid. Y- y'all said the kid the kid's was good. good. Sure, no, the kid's good. The kid's good. Well, but, I mean, he's good, but he's not like. But Kiwi Kwan ha- had to do way more. Yeah, yeah. Sure. You know what I yeah. mean? Like he just had There's to do way over, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah now yeah, I will yeah, say, yeah, best yeah. supporting actress is pretty stacked. Because you have exactly like you have Angela. That's what I was gonna get into. You got Angela. I mean, honestly, she is a white lady, but she was phenomenal. Jamie Lee Curtis was really good in everything, everywhere all at once. And then Stephanie. Bray, you know what I'm saying? What's so crazy? Yeah, Stephanie. I know you know Stephanie, and I know Hung. And I'm like, it is insane. Oh, you know Hung? Yeah, like I lived in LA and I made like one friend. <laughs> and that was like, that was her and her husband were like the people I used to hang out with. And I'm like, look at Cha and Oscars. Crazy, <laughs> but I mean, but again, really I think crazy. Angela's probably going. Actually, I don't know if Angela's going to win. Ooh, I don't know. Angela sincerely may not win. Like, I think it is okay to say that she may not win, considering the track record that the Academy has. But also, she may this, not win. Also, it is yeah. awesome that she was nominated, though. Yeah, that is awesome. But this is my thing. I kind of, uh, I feel like personally, if you look at the, the the track record of Black women in particular who win best supporting it, i feel like i feel like oscars sometimes don't help black performers in the way that they should like it doesn't propel them the same way it does like white performers sometimes and in my mind i do feel like this award is probably going to go to maybe not stephanie i think hung might get it because i haven't seen the whale yet because i don't know oh, how to watch it but people love the whale like people love this movie and i don't know i I mean, is there anything in, have y'all been paying attention to the other awards? Like, is there any signal who best, best supporting Angela. might go to I mean, Angela? Cause she's won the other, the well, other Angela times. Won the golden, she won the golden and she won something gold. else, didn't she? But that doesn't. Critics maybe. Maybe. Oh, did she really? Critics I thought, no, Stephanie. Not... I thought Stephanie won the critics. Oh, Stephanie won it? Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I have so. not been paying attention. This is my first year not caring at all. Like, I try to care a little bit in the past. <laughs> the SAG hasn't happened that yet, though. That's the biggest okay. one. Okay. Okay. SAG is the biggest indicator because they have the bi- they have the most members, I think, in the Academy. I think that's true. What's so crazy is, like, that part was for Aquafina. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, wild. Wait. Okay. She won the Austin Film Critics Association okay. for Best Supporting Actress. And that is not the Critics' Choice people. No, it's not Critics' Choice. It's not Critics' Choice. But Critics' Choice... It should happen, like, in February? That doesn't have it happen yet. Yeah. Well, which one just happened? There was some big Critics thing that just happened. 
That's the one you're talking about? Critics' Choice. Oh, it did just happen. Critics' Choice happened on January 15th. I just saw people that won posting about. Here, let me see. Won. Let me see the list. Critics' Choice. Uh, okay, I got the list. Wait, she wasn't even nominated for the Critics' Choice? But yeah, Angela Bassett won Critics' Choice. Janelle Monet was nominated for Critics' Choice. For Best Supporting? Did you see Glass Onion? I, yeah. I saw Glass Onion. I thought it was fun. I will say this. Watching that movie, I mean, again, I like the first one a lot. This one I, I, I enjoyed as well. But also, as you guys know, and I know it's very annoying to Bray, I knew who it was based on the cast. You know what I mean? I'm just like... You didn't think it was... Isn't Ethan Hawke in it for two seconds? Wait. You didn't think it was him? <laughs> Wait, time out, time out. You knew who it was based off the cast. The whole cast is famous. Ray, but you know... Ray, you know my philosophy. You know my... You see? It is... It is... It sucks because, like, I don't want it to be right. But I was like, oh. Because you know what? Edward Norton was the most famous. Well, it was... Uh, it was obvious who it was. Yeah. Because to me, I thought it could have been Kate. But then I was like, no... It's not going to be her. And I was like, it's got to be Ethan. I saw it happen. So we also totally did spoilers. Sorry. It came out a month over a month ago. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Spoiler. But I saw it happen. I saw, I saw the handing of the thing. Oh, you did? Oh, got it. You did. Yeah. You so I knew. It. So I knew. Oh, you what? knew for sure. I just knew based on a hunch. No, because he like hands it to him and then and then he and then he die. And then you're like, well, that's clearly him. And then he bumps into him and he and then you're like, well, he clearly took the like I saw, I saw it. It wasn't a big mystery. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that big of a it mystery. It wasn't a mystery. <laughs> and that's what Glass Onion's about. That's what Glass what that Beatles song is about. That happens like an hour in a <laughs> into yeah. the movie, an hour and ten minutes, maybe even into the movie. Is that how long that happens? Into it? Yeah. Okay. Honestly, yes. <laughs> okay. It's a really long time into the movie where the murder happens. I remember thinking, like, what, when are we going to get to this freaking murder? Like, what's... Best Supporting Actress, that's the, that's the category I can't wait to see because, yo... It's three women of color in there. One of them better women. I love Angela Bassett. And obviously, Angela Bassett deserves an Academy Award because she wasn't given one for What's Love Got to Do With It. Facts. That being said... She wasn't? I thought her speech was that she stood on the stage for What's Love Got to Do With It. Wait, she did win? I thought she said she she did. I don't think she won. Interesting. Interesting. No, because Halle Berry was the first woman to win. Yeah, but Angela didn't win. Best Actress. Yeah. Angela. Oh, right. Best Actress. Yeah, Angela didn't win. What? All right. Well, I have to look all this up now. Yeah, Angela didn't win. All right. Yeah, she wouldn't have. She wouldn't have been. She. She was the lead of that movie. The thing is, all I right. genuinely can't tell who will win this category. Oh my God, she's the Halle Berry is still the only black correct. Because don't forget, James. Because <laughs> they they remember they cheated Viola. Yes, they, they cheated. They made her. her win Best Supporting. But this yeah. is, my this is hilarious. The Oscars, I, we still do this episode. And she didn't even get nominated this year. And she was a fantastic. We still do this episode and talk about <laughs> and talk about Oscar wins and like who's nominated when a reality is the only black woman <laughs> to ever win the Best Actress Award is Halle Berry. This is like, it's like what? This is ridiculous. 
<laughs> it's utterly ridiculous. Like I've seen Gina and, and Viola people posting articles like I, I genuinely don't think the Academy likes black women. Like I, I it does I feel, it. I feel and that's very fine. fine. That's not even controversial yeah. to say. And it's like y'all just don't they like they like giving they like nominating them and occasionally giving them best supporting actors. Do they even like nominating them? When they feel I like they like nominating them when they're like some serving oh yeah, best supporting. But even then I'm like, you gotta have like a subservient role. I'm the mere fact that Viola Davis. Well, Angela. Yeah, go ahead. No, but like the fact that Viola Davis didn't get it for Fences when she had more screen time than Denzel Washington, but then you found out that the production company behind that film and La Land was the same one and thought that Emma Stone, who I genuinely like and love, had a better chance at an Oscar than Viola Davis, who played a character, and Emma Stone played Emma Stone. They were like, oh, we're going to put our money behind Emma and then shift Viola over to this best supporting. And they got the two for one. They did. It's upsetting. But Brent, you're telling yeah. me like... We got a... Teal? <laughs> Go Teal? Like the actress... What, what was her name? Doc Weiler? Danielle hey, yo, Denweiler. Nothing? Nothing? Well, no. Yeah, nobody saw that. But no one saw Blonde. People actively hated Blonde. Bray, she has an accent... While playing Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> like, uh, how? So basically, this year, the Oscars, there's been a, a, an investigation into, like, the nominating process. Not because of the things that we would like to say, like, you know, why was Danielle or Viola not nominated? But because this actress by the name of Andrea Rosborough, she got nominated as a Best Actress. And people are like, wait, why are people confused? Like, all of a sudden, people are like, oh, we got to check this out. But I'm so confused at, like, why they're going after her and not the fact that there's no Black women in here. Because she reached the director of the film's wife, who has a lot of connections, reached out to her a lot of famous friends like Gwyneth Paltrow and asked them to tweet and post on social media about the movie and that she needed to get nominated for best actress. And then somebody explicitly asked about Viola and the woman from Till and like in the email. And that is against the rules. You cannot mention another actor. And since she did that, and since it was put in an email, they're being investigated because all the, they were campaigning within their group of very famous friends that have influence. But what do you mean asked wow. about Viola and Danielle? They were, like, like, they were like, we need to vote for them. And they said she basic that those two basically have nominations on lock. Oh, but it didn't work? It only worked for the white lady? Well, that's the thing is, if, you, the say thing that, is, if you say that people have nominations on lock and then nobody votes for them because everybody else thinks, well, those are people oh. I don't vote for. Because everybody so, else is going to vote for them. And so they voted for this other lady, and those two didn't get nominated. And she wasn't even on the radar to get nominated. Wow. So basic. Wow. I am speechless. That's what happened? That's wild. I hate that. That's I haven't insane. seen this film too, Leslie. But also, can you imagine how they've been getting black people like, like, 
exactly what this woman just got caught with. Can you imagine how often they've gotten black people by doing stuff like this? I I just it is insane that Viola wasn't not she should have won <laughs> this year. And she's not even gonna be nominated. Yeah, who's best actress this year? Like who who I mean Michelle well Michelle oh, Yeoh, Michelle, Michelle, Michelle. And then but also Michelle Williams who <sighs> For for Fableman? Guys, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say this right now. The Fableman's is not a good movie. I and if you like it, fine. You can like whatever you want to like. But this film is not well made. The script is really bad. It's very bad. It's a very bad script. The acting is whatever. It's also weird. I'm and and I am interested what our our Jewish listeners think about movies like this where you have non-Jewish actors like Michelle Williams like putting on their version of a Jewish like, you know, accent especially a Jewish accent for somebody who's like not even living in like they live in like other places. Like they're living in like New Mexico and like California. I was just like, what? Like what? I don't know, whatever. And maybe she really sounded like that. And obviously Steven Spielberg directed the film, but like it just feels bizarre to me. It's so funny. It's like, she's in the movie. It's like Viola Davis couldn't be, wasn't, put for best actor for Fences, even though that movie is literally just her and Denzel. But like Michelle and Williams Rose is, put, is the star of Fences. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And and but Michelle but Michelle Williams is put for best actress for this film that's about first this kid and then there's also the father. You know what I mean? Like and they leave the mother at a certain point and so she's not even there for a, a chunk of the movie. I'm just like, what are we doing? Ah. Uh, Anyway, this that's the shit that's the shit they need to investigate because again, I'm looking at I, if you watch the transformation Viola Davis physically made, which the which the Academy loves, they love when people put on weight and like fat suits and like shrink down and become like you know super skinny. It's like they eat this up. Viola Davis is a woman who is over fifty and became shredded the natural way, the natural way, and I'm like. Aside from the fantastic acting she was doing, especially whatever, man. Do you think it didn't get nominated also because of like it was killing white people? Yeah, and the and the slave trade boycott business that was happening. No, you don't think so at all. You don't think in the slightest that somebody was like, oh, oh no, I don't think so. No. I don't I think, think so. You wish that was true. White people love shit like that. <laughs> the only problem with this one is like, these people were like, all right, cool, we're going to kill the slavers. If she would have just been a natural slave just trying to run for freedom and acting her ass off, she would have got nominated. It was like, I'm a slaver. I'm a slave and I'm trying to get my son. Or like, I, they took my daughter and like, that was the thing. 100% she got nominated. But this is like a strong black woman when in a, literally the Dora Milaje is based on this motherfucking trap. The woman can got nom- zero nominations. It didn't get nominated for Had anything. Gina not get one. If that movie, if that movie was directed, that movie was directed by Catherine Bigelow, it would have got nominated. If even this movie, SAG, even SAG didn't nominate them for best uh, ensemble. I feel like the rest of this ensemble was completely looked over. Like in a way that yes. is unimaginable. I don't. I don't understand it. Oh, SAG didn't nominate them yeah. either. Well, why do we think that is? Same reason. 
they don't support black women. I just don't think about think about it, bro. Like, and I'm not even trying to be, you know. I think these companies don't campaign for black films because they know that the chances of them winning are very low. So they just don't push them as much. Even though The Woman King was did better at the box office than most of these other films. You know what I mean? Like, people liked this movie. It was a very well-made movie. It was critically, like, well-received. It has incredible actors in it who are doing an amazing job. And yet, it was just, it's just insane. I, I don't, I, it's, some of these other films, like, The Fablemans, it, sometimes I watch some of these, uh, these movies that get so much Oscar buzz. And here's, a, here's how you know. When the Golden Globes came out, the nominations came out, the vast majority of people have not seen these films. Some of these films aren't even in, act- in uh, theatrical release like nationwide yet by the time some of these nominations come out. So the industry, the critics and you know Hollywood, pr- like their, the production companies, the movie studios, they've already decided, here are the films that we are telling you are the best of the year. and. When that happens, you're just like, well, what? Like, are they actually good or are they just saying it? And some of those movies fall off because people start seeing them and they're like, goodness, this movie's really bad. You know, and they're like, okay. Like, Babylon got a lot of mixed reviews. That movie was very much pushed. It was very much going to be like, oh, this is going to be, it was nominated for a Golden Globe for, I think, best musical comedy. Oh, it was? I didn't think it got anything. But for the Academy Awards, it wasn't not, it wasn't nominated for stuff. And like, so by the time it came out, people were like, no, 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 we actually don't like this movie. But it was still, it still had more press about it than The Woman King did. You know what I mean? It was like almost like The Woman King, they were like, yeah, I guess like, like we'll say The Woman King is like a black one, Viola. You know, Viola was great. And when they, when they do stuff like that, and one makes me go, you guys didn't watch this film. <laughs> and to Jarrah's point, it's like, it, to me, it's so interesting and so telling that women talking which is a film that is exclusively white women, but it's called Women Talking. And it's a film about sexual assault and like what these women of this like Mennonite religious group are going to do about this assaults that keep happening to them. And it's literally them talking in a barn and like trying to figure out what they're going to do. And I was just like, okay, so you guys nominated this movie, but there's another movie that is also about women but they're exclusively black women. And it's also a movie that is, in my opinion, more empowering because these women have way more agency. They have stature in the, in the kingdom that they reside in. They also have an effect on what they're going to do and they, and they talk about those things and we see them fight. You know what I mean? It's like, so a film that's about that and that's not centered around sexual assault, you don't nominate that film? But also, that You know movie- what I mean? It's not from a it's not from a white perspective. Like there is something truly to me that's very fascinating about, you know, Melissa chime in whenever you want. There's something very interesting about like the women movement. I think about the Me Too movement a lot and a lot of these movements, and it's all from a white women facing. For instance, there have like we've seen maybe about three or four movies from the assistant to the movie about the the people who broke the story to women talking. It's like all these movies came out about, she said, all these movies that came out about like, you know what women are dealing with, but none of them have featured a woman of color in a leading role. Like, not one. 
Not one. Even if you look at, there was a famous, I think it was a Hollywood reporter had an article and they were talking to women in Hollywood about their experiences. It did not feature a woman of color. Like it didn't feature one. And it's something about, it, it, to me, it almost feels purposeful because it almost feels like, oh, you can't relate. There, it was a year, the year that, what was the movie when the white woman was, was killing men? You know, it was like two years ago. It won like a bunch of, it like it got nominated for a bunch of stuff. It was Carrie Mulligan. And she was like killing a bunch of dudes. I'm like, yo, there was another movie that came out that same year. I'm like, yo, y'all wouldn't, a black woman couldn't just make this movie. You know what I mean? It's no way. Here's another thing about women talking that I just read about, which is interesting because I was like, women talk. I was like, women talk. I know it's based off a novel, right? It's based off a novel, same name. It's called Women Talking. That was written by a Canadian white woman named Miriam Toes or something like that. She based it off of she based it off an imagined response to real events. Guess where those real events took place? Twitter. No, no, no. Uh, no, it like took place in real. <laughs> no. There are real events. There are like of uh, these women in a in a Mennonite community getting assaulted constantly. That took place in Bolivia, a South American country. Meaning, this white woman took what happened to South Americans, Bolivians, rewrote it placed it in America and then Hollywood took that and then cast all white women in this in this film. So not only do they not have the excuse of, well, this is based off real events. It was like, yeah, it was based off real events and real events that didn't happen to white women, to white American women. And yet you look at the thing and it's all white. It's just all white women in this movie. All right, so shall we move on to best supporting? I mean, it's like it's yeah, best was the best actor. Who's the best? Is, is there a person of color nominated in best actor at all? Like, is there? Who would it it's be? All who, white men, if right? You had to, if you had to guess, who would it be? Yeah, like they're all white men, right? All For right, well, lead actor, yeah, yeah. We'll skip this category. All all white men for real? What is this movie? It's Austin Butler, who played Elvis, Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Inishirin, Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Paul Mescal for After Sun, and Bill Nighy for Living. What the hell is After Sun? All right, well, there's no people of color in this one. Best picture. That's crazy. After Sun is an intimate and moving portrait of a father and daughter relationship that, according to the director, oh, sorry, it's uh, Sophie reflects on the shared joy and private melancholy of a holiday she took with her father 20 years later. No black person nominated at all. That is yeah, who would, who would we have put? Is there a who led a black movie? actor? Who even <laughs> led anything this year? Like, for real, who, like, I feel like as black men, we have the, the same stable of people and we don't, don't you dare, James. Yeah. Don't it you dare. It was Will Smith dare. and Emancipation. That's, Daniel, Daniel Kluya was in Nope. Who else is our, who else are, are who are These guys? are the Oscar play movies. There's probably plenty of others that led movies, but in terms of the like, you know, like what did, like we can just like start, like what did, what did Chibatel do last year? <laughs> I don't know. 
damn, that sucks. Yeah, I doubt he led a movie last year. Let's see. We got the man who fell to earth twenty twenty. The man who fell to earth twenty twenty two. That was a TV He's show. The star. Oh, that's a TV show. TV show. We got the Rock and Black Adam. <laughs> oh, Devotion. Devotion. What about Devotion? Oh. Devotion. True. We got Jonathan Majors in Devotion. He didn't get one for Magazine Dreams. It sucks because you know the thing that sucks about it is that to be a look, I'm be real. Look, I'm, I'm going to be real. Like, we're here. We're here now. We're here now. This is the point of this episode. Yeah, I, we're there here weren't now. There many. But I, this is my thing. I don't feel like Hollywood is supporting black men. I don't. I don't. I feel like we've gotten looped in. I feel like we've gotten looped in with white men. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not saying black men don't have issues, but I'm saying we ain't white men. And it feels like when it comes to the diversity push, I've seen mad movies, mad TV shows, and there'd be literally, it's an example, it's a TV show, but the remake of that 90s show has almost every race accounted for, but no black dude. Are there black people on the original series? But they got black people now, James. Ain't no nigga though. Wait, I don't understand. Sorry, what are you I'm saying? waiting for a black. <laughs> so they have, so they have like, they have like, they have like black women. They have like mixed kids, you know. But there's no black boy on this show, and I feel like I watch a lot of shows, and like the thing that will be excluded is a black kid, a black male, if that makes sense. And when I look at like the Oscars, I'm like, what movies? Like you, you get a black dude that can make a movie every other year. We didn't have one in 2022. The last, the last like new, the last new black man that people were getting behind was Nate Parker, and then, and then, and then, the assault charge resurfaced. That was the last time I felt like people were like really getting behind, like a new actor who who would have well, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, when did Judas yeah, and the Black well, Messiah yeah, come out? Like, but yeah, yeah, when did Judas come? After, well, well after that but i but i mean like in the same sense of like well then yeah then i guess daniel too it's like it's surprising nope isn't even represented at at all at all yeah that is kind of surprising especially considering and and nope was was so films, revered yeah. and like and and it did so much and i don't know so man. best director we have Martin McDonough for the Banshees of Inishirin, which fine. Obviously, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinart. How do you pronounce his name? Daniel and Daniel, baby. Daniel and Daniel. The two Daniels for everything, everywhere. Steven Spielberg for the Fablemans, which he's still I Spielberg. cannot. He started. Explain how he started the modern blockbuster. He no. started the modern so blockbuster. What? Why does he keep getting nominated for best this director? Is a personal story for him. You know, and they got to make Steven Spielberg happy. Todd Todd Field for Tar, which I mean, I mean, I understand, but I get it. That's an Oscar movie. I get Tar it. is is the most Oscar film. It is a film for people who like to think of themselves as cinephiles and like to, you know feel better and more superior than other people when they watch a film. And then you have Triangle of Sadness, which is funny, which I do actually think is funny because that is what Tar is about. Like that that who the character Tar is that person. You know? So there is something, there is a synergy there that I actually appreciate that the that this film about a super pretentious person 
is liked by pretentious people. Anywho. And then you have Triangle of Sadness, uh, Ruben Oslin, which I haven't seen. It's the only best picture film. I tried to watch uh, where it three it? times on the plane. I, it, it was on, it's, oh, it's on a plane. Yeah, yeah, I tried to watch it three times on the plane. And I was like, this is not for me. I didn't get a screener for it. It's a black comedy. So, okay, it wasn't for you. But once again, no women nominated for Best Director, even though you had Gina Prince-Bythewood do an absolutely outstanding job for Woman King. And honestly, I truly believe this from the bottom of my soul. Woman, the Woman King was directed by a white man and the same exact film was made, that person would be nominated for Best Director. Bray, if Woman King was directed by a white woman, it'd be nominated. Ooh. I, this is my thing. I, I'm trying to be real Ooh. about this, bro. It was I'm trying to be real though, about this. Two, it was written by two white women, though. But but James, they didn't direct it. And this is what I mean yeah, by could that. They have gotten nominated for like screenplay. And I'm surprised they didn't. Honestly, I'm surprised they didn't. Like for real, bro. Because the thing is, is is something about Hollywood that's so fascinating. But like when I hear about the struggle, and I'm like, yo, man, white women still thriving, dog. Like there's there's still more white women execs of studios, of agencies, of management companies, there's never going to be, there has never been out of 95 years of Oscars, has there never been at least two white women nominated for Best Actress. You know how many years? Again, I still feel like 40 years of those 95 don't really count. Like, I feel like it's more like... (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's like 55 years. They don't count. It's like they don't count. No, no, no. They don't count because America was so racist that you can't possibly think. I just feel like you got to be like it's in not 55 fair. years. Think about what about how racist we, America was. What about since we've been alive? Then? Since we've been yeah, alive. Yeah, yeah. I love that it doesn't count. It doesn't count. It doesn't count not because not because they couldn't have done it, but because it was like we were but black people couldn't really even vote. <laughs> like, I believe, I, I believe in my soul that it was impossible for it to have, for it to have happened. The first black actor to ever win an Oscar happened a very long time ago. Yeah, sure. And that's, and, and honestly, good for, for, for Sydney. <laughs> and, 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 my, and, and who was first, though? It wasn't Sydney. Sydney was. All of this is, is, pageantry and smoke and mirrors okay it's that's what it is right so like so all of that stuff was like look we did that was so that was to say look we did it it continues to be look we did it continues (laughs) continues to be that right but like i do i do think that there is a level of impossibility for those first 40 first 40 first 40 years those don't really (laughs) Just wipe those out of the thing. <laughs> but even First now, 40. it's like we we haven't seen it. Like this year, we can see clearly black women are being shut out. But I've never I've never seen a year when it's like, oh man, we only had one white woman. Never. But I always have to hear about the struggle <laughs> of a white woman. I'm like, no. Talk about Viola. Talk about Gina. Talk about Danielle. Talk about the people who literally did the best job. I'm literally looking at right now. We live in an era where there's a possibility of a white woman cheating to get an Oscar nomination. The other thing that I was, I'm so interested in, we leave it. How could do? You, how what do you think the gender makeup of the Academy voters is now? 
you know? Do you think I it's still they very were trying heavy? To, I, I thought they were trying to balance all of that out. But I, Oh, but the voters... I guess that's a little different than the like the committee. It's not the committee, right? The voters is like a larger pool. Yeah, I wonder what okay, what the committee too. But I'm wondering like if you asked a bunch if you asked all the like white women who are in the academy what they what director they would put in for best directors of the five, do you think they're choosing Gina Prince Bythewood or are they choosing Sarah Polly for women talking. Bro, you know, Bray, you know. And what Gina did is so much harder. <laughs> but I don't think there's enough black women to nominate her. Also, I don't think there's enough. I do think there's a thing where like, as people of color and as black people in particular, like we're so used to being able to look and understand outside of ourselves where I don't think we get that benefit. I think like, you know, even if I think about like women talking, it's like, it's a bunch of white women talking about, you know, what they need to talk about. But I'm like, I think we're more prone to understand and relate to that than seeing a bunch of white people watch Woman King and be able to understand what they're going through that movie because that is a quote-unquote black issue. Whereas, like, their issues seem like they have to be universal instead of just being, I don't know. It's annoying. I, I There has never been a black woman nominated for Best Director. There's only been six black filmmakers nominated for Best Director. John Singleton, Lee Daniels, Steve McQueen, Barry Jenkins, Jordan Peele, and Spike Lee. Jordan Peele was nominated for Best Director? He was nominated for Best Director for Get Out. I didn't even know that. None of them have won. Yeah, there's never been a black director that's won. There's never been a black director that's won Best Director. Man or woman. What's sad about and there that? have been are there only is it is Catherine Bigelow still the only woman to be win best director? She's won twice a couple though, years right? ago was the first person of color, right? <laughs> like like Well Barry? Is there, or is that not tr- true? Well Barry won best picture, I thought, but like they won best picture, you know, for, but not best director. For, uh, what's his name who directed Parasite? Twelve Years uh, of Sleep? Oh, Parasite. He what? Uh, Bong he Joon Ho. What, is he the first person of color to 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 win to, best picture? No, because well, you have. Do they not consider uh, in your Oh, yeah, what's Birdman. his name? What's his name? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He won two back. Not just back. him. You had him. You had Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, has one best director. Yeah, he won for mm-hmm. Shape of Water. And Alfonso Cor- Coron won. Yeah, yeah. Mexican. There's been three. <laughs> yeah, we haven't had a black. We haven't had a black one yet. Hey. Well, at least there have been some people of color to win the award. Yeah, that's true, but I'm man. No, 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 no. We're talking I about mean, black. Yeah. We're talking about black folks. Wait, no, I no. I, I know folk. the name of the podcast. I know the name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about black. We're talking about black people? Well. Because think about it. Even when we had a black person who was close, I remember when Barry Jenkins won Best Picture, the, the magazine, I can't remember if it was the Hollywood Reporter or Variety, they always have like the winning director on the cover and they didn't just have, so it's Barry won. They didn't just have Barry, but they had Damien on as well. And I was like, he lost. Like he lost. Like there's it's never, because of what do you call it though, yeah. right? It's because yeah, of, it's, um, but this is my thing. So, so what? He lost. And I'm looking at this black dude 
who could have been the first black dude on the cover of this magazine by himself with his Oscar, but the person who lost to him also made that cover. Who won Best Director that year that he lost? I think it was Damien, right? Yeah, it must have been. Yeah, I think you're right. What a Chloe Zhao. That's what I meant to say. (laughs) That she's the first... She's the first, but she's the first woman of color to win. That's what I, that was what I was conflating. And, and also the first Asian woman to, to, to win the award. But, but the first woman of color in, at a period to, to win. And, but is that also and to be nominated? Yes, she's the first, she's the first one for, that was woman of color as well. Also, no, nominated. also nominated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yep. That's because, okay. That's what I, I was like, there was something that happened. Oh, right. And Jane can't. <laughs> Campion won for Power of the Dog. So three women have won Best Director. Catherine Bigelow, Jane Campion, and Chloe Zhao. A black woman has never even been nominated for Best Director. We really should start supporting the BET Awards more. Like, we should really, like, start supporting the NAACP. I have said this every year that we do this, that (laughs) I've said every year. (laughs) Like, this, the Oscars, listen... All right, here it, real quickly, <laughs> just quickly, let's just go through best pictures that are nominated over the Woman King. All Quiet on the Western over Front. Over the Did Woman you see King. It? Nope. Ask me about going to see it, though, right? <laughs> ask, me, ask me about going I to see it, it, right? How was it? Are you going to see it? Nope. How was it? It was fine. Her was good. Here's the thing. It is, it's, good in the, it's good in the sense of like, it's good in the this is why people say it's good. Because they're like, oh man, it's like a war film that doesn't glorify war, which is true. Okay, cool. I don't, I personally don't think some of the other war films glorify war necessarily. But here's the thing All Quiet on the Western Front, All Quiet on the Western Front is an incredible book, but it is about the Germans. (laughs) You know, it's about the losing side. It's about Germany in World War One, which is a horrible war. Wait, the movie is about the Germans. Yeah, because that's what the mo- that's what the book is about. Gerard it's about is so the Germans. Upset. Wait a minute, <laughs> Gerard was so, couldn't believe it. The goddamn Germans. <laughs> so the movie is about the. So the movie is sympathizing Germans. Is that how this movie goes? I got the movie is sympathizing with German soldiers and is nominated for Very best happy I was present for this. Yes. Now here's the thing: World War One, Germany were, were the bad guys. The reality is that war was a war that was fought by the colonial powers. Just it, it was literally, excuse my French for this, a dick measuring contest. It was all of these. All of these colonial powers not having fought in a big war, having all these this new weaponry that they wanted to test out because they had, you know, machine guns and 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 freaking artillery that could fire like literally like hundreds of miles away, like or or you know like so they were just like oh we could fire on a city and not be anywhere near it. Why don't we start a war? And they did. I really appreciate the wholesomeness the wholesomeness of the warning that Bray, he said, pardon my French for this. He just made sure, he was like, he wanted to make sure In nobody was, was like, yeah, I thought he was getting <laughs> spicy. Yeah, let nobody me let y'all know who I am. But he was like, it's definitely a dick measuring contest, but I need y'all to, <laughs> I need y'all to forgive me for what I'm about to say real quick. But uh, anywho, so the movie is just about the Germans losing and like, it's kind of just like, 
it shows like how excited these young men are to go to war and then the reality of war and then how absolutely horrifying it is and they're all just broken shells on themselves by the end of it but it's a hard watch because that's that is what it is it's not it's like the thing that makes it like good in that sense also makes it extremely hard to watch and it's so long it took me to i had to watch it in two parts it's a Netflix film. I, again, I like war movies. I really like that book. My father-in-law said the book... It was nominated for Best International Film. It didn't need to be nominated for Best Picture. Go ahead. Oh. Oh. oh okay. No, that is... No, that's good to, to, to know. My, my father-in-law said the book was one of the scariest books he, he had ever read. He said, oh, yeah. The book's insane. Yeah. Because you're just like, goodness. It's horrifying. It's horrifying. What world... World War One. I, I mean, World War Two is obviously also horrifying, but World War One was the first time people ever even experienced this, this stuff. Uh, if you ever listen to Hardcore History, he he has a really great podcast about it. But it's like they talk about how some of the they had like cavalry then, and like the cavalry was utterly useless, but they didn't know it yet, and so they would just send waves and waves of soldiers on horses to try to charge the enemy lines and kept getting mowed down and mowed down. They, they thought that they could break through the line by just sending more men. And so in the first few days of this war, like literally tens of thousands of people died. It was like 20,000 people died this day. 30,000 people died this day. And it's like, you hear that number, it's hard to compute because it's so many people. But it's just like, think about that. Literally an entire squadron, like you can be with 150 people all of you were dead the next day. Right. And it, and it was just the sheer, the ignorance of like not, of not knowing that a line of men cannot break a, a machine gun. Wow. Wow. And, and so, and then that's why they call it trench warfare because eventually quickly, not quickly enough to save tens of thousands of lives, but then they finally learn like, oh, the only thing we can do is build these trenches and then we'll sit here <laughs> and occasionally fire at each other. This is specifically taking me back to sixth grade. Like hearing this being recounted, I feel like a sixth grader in social studies. Like, 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 like rehearing this for the for the for the first time. Truly wild. I personally think 1917 does a better job, though, because it's an actual story. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Let's <laughs> say what else we got. What else we got in here? That's it. We're done, so, right? We did it. Avatar The Way of the Water. <laughs> did you see Avatar The Way of the Water? I Go have ahead, no interest. Avatar is now the fourth highest grossing movie of all time. And I'm like, I who's seeing it? Disgusting. Have you seen it? I don't I know anybody has seen it. I never see it. I have never seen, seen it, it. And it's bad. It's you, ne- you don't need to ever see it. It is... I Anybody who said it was better than the first one is like... An idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I just the expectations are so low. It's like it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's like it's like saying one pile of garbage is better than another pile of garbage. It's like I, I don't. That's actually I, exactly I what, what it's about. like saying. <laughs> no, no, no shade to the to the technological cinematic marvel that is both avatars because they are both marvels yeah, in in the, the in that they literally so what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I you know what I mean it's no it, offense it feels, but like so it, it what? feels shitty to be like. 
to be like, well, it is garbage. And also it's a, it's a mar, it's a true, <laughs> both of them are true marvels that have never been seen before. <laughs> but it's like, but, but I mean, I, again, I'm not a fan of either. So. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe but like, here's the thing. I can't tell. I watched the movie. I'm like, yeah, it's just good CGI, but it's still CGI. I'm still looking at it going like, I know these things aren't real. And also the story is so unappealing that I'm like, why don't I just watch Blue Planet 2 and see real or play a video game? It's a video game. Anywho. All right. We don't need to talk about that. That movie also, that movie is ungodly long. It was uh, the, honestly, I deserve an award for not uh, leaving the theater and actually sitting through the whole thing. That's who gets the Oscar for Best Picture. I will say the movie I did like, though, I don't, What'd you like? I did like Top Gun. Of course you like Top Gun. I heard it was Gun. great. I heard favorite. Top Gun was incredible. I like Top Gun. I don't have a problem with it being nominated. <laughs> I miss movies like this, which is just like, again, if you want to call it American propaganda, you can call it that. I've heard many things, but. Sure. A little bit. It is a little bit. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard many things. Yeah. You know. <laughs> But, yeah, you know, sure. You know, but even with that, it's something about watching a movie that is practical and effects and like, I don't know, almost felt like analog in a digital world, but like not like I, I, I mean, th- don't get me wrong. The new diverse cast had nothing to do this entire movie. They were there, but it had nothing to do. But at the end of the day, it just was like entertaining and different. Now I'm like, someone needs to go make an old action movie. Give me an old 80s action movie updated to the day. I don't know what that looks like, but like, come on, man. What do you call it was like that? Iron Man 3 was like, was an, was an old action movie. Wait, to an no. It certainly was. <laughs> Iron Man 3? The one that Shane Black did? Yeah. That feels like a, that feels like an old school. I mean, granted, yes, there are also like several CGI <laughs> <laughs> robots flying around. I'm about to say, there's a whole sequence but, with every single robot. But the has. like ending, the ending of that is like Iron Man needs to take a pistol and like go through a house. <laughs> like that's the end of that movie. It's very like a 1980s like action. I remember that movie. Every single robot he had came out to fight. Like it was just like you want to see all his suits. That's this suit. The fake Hulkbuster suit. All these. I mean, what else we got in this thing? I think or, I think we talked about I will say this. I genuinely love, because before, you know, I know we talked about Banshees already. I know we talked about everything, everywhere, all at once. It's something about that movie still that I think, like, if they don't win Best Picture, uh, you know, burn everything down. Because that script is so inventive. That movie was solely word of mouth. Like, solely. That movie didn't have a big marketing budget. It was a word of mouth movie. Like, even hearing them talk about the process of getting it financed was like, oh, we had to get A24. Once they got A24, they got Aquafina to sign on because Aquafina signed on, Michelle signed on. But then because it was taking us long because of COVID, Aquafina had to dip. They got Stephanie on board. Then Michelle tried to go get Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Then they went and got, like, Key. It's like, just just hearing the process and even, like, the behind the scenes of when we had to do the reshoots and, like, you know, that's, like, White Dangle's hand on the car when she's in the car. Like, just all that kind of shit is just so inventive and to see how much money they had which wasn't a lot and how beautiful that movie looked like cinematography wise action wise and like like that movie was a true indie it was a true indie yes 
You know, it was. I think I, I the thing is though, Elvis is gonna win. It better <laughs> fucking it's not. Gonna, not. It's not gonna win anything. <laughs> but it better not. It better. Did you see Elvis? I did no, see I Elvis. I didn't see it. You know what? Too. It's not that, but it's 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 not that it's bad. I mean, it's weird. well made. It's it's well yeah. made, but it's like everything everywhere all at once is like. Bruh, my man in slow motion. I remember being in the theater, and again, I I happened to see it early randomly because I was bored, but it was a sold-out theater on like a Tuesday night. I think it had just came out. And when that security guard jumps in slow motion with his pants down, like, my theater erupted. Erupted. And the thing is, that scene is so ridiculous, but the fights are still so good. And... You have so much happening that there's so much emotion in every moment from the donut to like any anytime Stephanie's on screen and you see it like, bruh, the fact that they're rocks and the rocks almost made me cry when it was like, come back here. During the rock sequence, you just heard people sniffling. (laughs) I was done. It was was incredible. Oh, when it goes back and shows like him, like, please. Oh man! In every world, when they fall in love, but then fall out of, I think, man, yeah. if they don't win, oh, what am I talking about? Back they probably, Cooney. they may not win. They may not win. No, because, I don't. I, they really may not win. No, Elvis is not going to win. But if the Fablemans, if the Fablemans wins, I'm going to. I, I'm not. I don't know why I keep saying these things and I don't do any of them. If the Fablemans wins. Then we're never doing this podcast again. No, <laughs> I think it might win, though. And no, it really might. Okay, we don't need to talk about any of these. We did it. We, we did, did it. We talked about we sure these movies. Don't. We sure Listen, don't. Listen, we'll watch the Oscars March 12th, just like hopefully you guys are. Maybe you guys aren't. I don't know if I want to, because technically, is there a black actor nominated at all other than Angela Bassett? That's the only one, right? Uh, Brian Tyree Henry. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So best supporting. All right. I gotta watch Paper Boy. Paper, 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 paper boy. I mean, I can read about that in the trades. I don't need I mean, to, honestly, but... you're right, James. <laughs> honestly, I'm right. so I'm upset that I watched seven hour movies. ceremony to just to find out if Angela <laughs> Well, you know what, James? At least they would win when you would know early. You would know the first award. Those are the first two awards. Oh, yeah. And then everything everywhere all at once. I mean, come on. I, I really hope it sweeps. That would be awesome. Me too. It was nominated for what? 11? 11? Yeah, the most of any Asian movie? Asian-led movie? Oh, wow. The most? I heard some... Or maybe it's acting. We already said that already on this episode. It's the most Asian actors nominated. All right. Thank you all for listening. You can follow us at Blackman Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website. You can find links to merchandise. You can find links to defunct Patreon where we have a year's worth of episodes. Don't do any more new ones, but you can listen to those year's worth of episodes. $5 a month. Unsubscribe whenever you like. You can follow me at John Braylock on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me at James Third Comedy. JamesThirdComedy.com Third is 3RD. You can follow me at Draw Milligan on Twitter and Instagram. If you're in LA, listen, if you're in LA February 13th and 14th, please come on down to the Pan-African Film Festival, the 13th at 445, or on Valentine's Day at 1 p.m. Come check out the short. It'll be chill. It'll be a celebration of blackness.
Ness at the festival. So come hang out. Ness. And if you rate and review us on iTunes, give us five stars. So we'll read your review on the air. We don't have a new one yet. So please leave us a five-star review. We'll see you next week. Peace. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production, produced by Melissa D. Bonts. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Ew!